You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Oh, hi there. It's me again. Cast a ticket. Bonus episode as promised. No cookies. Evan joining me for this. Jim, right now, is on the air doing middays here in Detroit. So why are you getting a bonus episode? Well, for a couple of reasons. A, we have to finalize these cards. We did earlier episodes. Don't like making early picks. We're going to give you the final card. I have just visited Jim in the studio. He has an arrogance about him because he's, he's sitting in the lead chair in middays today. Did he pick 36 games? He And I said, Jim, buddy, booby, take a few games off the card. He goes, nope, I, I am. My finalized card is in the sheets. We're going to take you through the college games. I have a new pick I'm adding. I had a pick I took away. What were you laughing about? I just thought of Jim's house on a Saturday afternoon, just a bunch of tickets thrown all over food everywhere because he's pissed off that he right. lost. Well, he looks like my dad at the racetrack. <laughs> yes. Just tickets under his folding chair, losing paramutual wages. I don't want to talk right now. Nobody's even talking to you, Jim. All you see the is cat a, was saying something. You just see a lonely iPad with the red battery thing on it saying, charge me, and it's strewn across the floor. Yeah. And again, it's funny because I look at this, Evan, and look, again, for record purposes, let me rewind, rewind, remind the people, um, I'm 41 and 25. Jim is 48 and 36. We're both doing well. I do it one way. Cookies does it another. Cookies' new name shouldn't be value. It should be volume. <laughs> he just bets volume. Should we change this thing? Volume. Uh, let me see if I can do it. Hold on. Throw, <laughs> throw veto to value cactus over. Let me, hold on. There we go. Volume. Volume. <laughs> that perfect. We're in. So. Let's do the college card. I'm going to take you through my card first. I don't I don't normally bet this way. You guys know this, but I've got five favorites, two dogs. We're going to go with it. Um, the one I'm least comfortable with, probably Boston College, but the Castellano show, I think UConn's trash. I don't know how they're going to score. And Castellanos, if you haven't seen him, is a revelation. He'll throw for 200, run for 100. And BC's actually kind of explosive on offense. So BC minus 14. Were four. you persuaded at all by watching Got Gotti and that guy's name Castellano at the beginning? Paul Castellano? <laughs> uh, y- yes, it's a direct connection. <laughs> Up next, Vito Gambino, quarterbacking <laughs> Auburn. Uh, I'm going to go BC minus the 14. The Auburn cap is what it is. I, I like the way they played last week. 21-14, hard fought, or 28-21, hard fought loss. You're laying the six and a half. I think Mississippi State is ass. I think it's a good spot for Auburn. Uh, UTSA laying the 18. This is a play against ECU as much as anything else. 
ECU's one and six. Their lone win is over Gardner Webb and UTSA with Frank Harris. They're kind of the welfare version of K-State right now is that they are rounding into form. They're back from the dead. They're at home in the Alamo Dome. That place will be a shit show. I'm going to lay the 18. UCLA against Colorado. Public is all over Colorado. Money's on UCLA. I got to back my guys. I got to give it one more shot. You're going to see Dante Moore. You're going to see Colin Schley. But UCLA's defense against a Colorado team that cannot protect Shadur Sanders, that turns the ball over, they don't run it. I feel like this is a really good spot for UCLA. Why is the public still on Colorado after watching them over the last few weeks? Is it just based on, hey, Dion wears cool sunglasses? Yes. I, I think the George Carlin quote really cures a lot of things in life. Think about how dumb the average American is and then realize half the people are dumber than that. People don't watch games. They take their narrative. They associate Coach Prime, cool factor, quality. The Rose Bowl is going to be 75,000 seats this weekend. They yeah, didn't they have to get more seats or something? Or There was something weird about how their stadium was set. Yeah, I can't speak to that. Normally, they get about 30,000 a game okay. for UCLA. By the way, for the people who made fun of me for saying maybe MSU should take Chip Kelly's temperature, you're coaching at a place that's a poverty school. you got to drive an hour to go get to the stadium. It's 30,000 people a week. And MSU may be shit, but you're going to get 75 a week, and the campus is next to your math class. Um, I don't know if they needed to make some arrangements, maybe more pretzels. Why do they not play at the L.A. Coliseum? Because that's USC Stadium. Okay. I, I just, I've yeah. always wondered why nah. the team in L.A. doesn't have a stadium. Well, I mean, the Rose Bowl is, it's a, a idyllic setting. Sure. But it's not that way on a okay. UCLA game day. But look, I don't love laying a big number, but Colorado is not good. They're not good. There's no other way around it. I think UCLA defensively is so much better than people realize. And yeah, Dante's got to stop turning the ball over. I'm taking a flyer here. Now, a couple of dogs I like, and I'm going to finalize both of these making plays. Kentucky getting the three and a half against Tennessee. I love it. I wish I could be in Lexington this weekend. I would go to Keeneland, bet the ponies, drive right over to Kroger Field, take in the night game, and we're a Tony steak and seafood for a little 10 o'clock seating. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to take Kentucky, take the three and a half. I wish I could have gotten the four and a half. Wah. Uh, I am going to take Arizona getting the three and a half. I started looking at this. I have Oregon State over eight and a half uh, for the year. I'm going to take Zona, take the three and a half. Look, if Oregon State loses, I'm good. If Oregon State wins and doesn't cover, I hit both. If Oregon State wins and covers, I lose my one unit and I've got way more invested in OSU. This is a spot. The number terrifies me. The market is telling me you got to take Arizona serious. I'm going to. And... I'm going to root like hell for my beeves, but I'm going to take the three and a half. The game I wanted to add is Tulane laying 10 at Rice. Tulane's the class of the league. I tried to fight it. I tried to find a way around it. This is really interesting when you dig into it. Look, they're going to pound the rock, and Rice's front is awful. They're awful. Now, JT Daniels is 35 years old, and he's powering their offense. I'll just give Tulane's defense a look here. Tulane was flattered in a pancake the day they played UAB. They got to come out and give me a, a, a focused effort. I feel like they're loafing a little bit. This line being 10, to me, it should have been probably 14 and a half if you go off power rank. I'm going to take Tulane and lay the 10. So my card, it's ugly, and don't go crazy. Doesn't matter what week this is. Doesn't matter. There's no BGB. There's no, you know, uh, you're going to murder your bookie. These are the games I like, and it just so happened I like some favorites this week. BC, Auburn, UTSA, UCLA, UK, Zona. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? 
Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time's an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the, uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tulane. Now, Jim's card, buckle up. He already got Georgia Southern laying a point and a half. He won. Big win for cookies. Kansas, Oklahoma. I feel bad. Kid's not here, and I sharked him. I convinced him to bet it, but I'm out. I'm not doing it. <laughs> KU, Oklahoma, here, under 65 and a half. Eastern plus three. Georgia laying 14 and a half. That's the Costa lock, which probably means you should bet Florida. Duke getting four and a half. Miami, Ohio, under 39 and a half. Auburn laying six and a half. UTSA laying 18. Kentucky getting three and a half. He's on UCLA minus 16 and a half. Oklahoma State minus six and a half. Um, unfortunately for Jim, it's seven and a half. Sorry, Ooh. Jim, you're not getting a fake number. Oklahoma Sorry. State, seven and a half. Oregon State laying the three and a half. Boise laying five and a half in the Bully Bowl. And Fresno in the Petros Papadakis Memorial laying seven and a half. All right, there are your college cards. No new plays for Jim, because honestly, I think FanDuel would log him out of his phone if he bet another game. I want to go to the NFL. This one's a little bit more difficult. So we talked about these games. Let me give you my card of plays that are in. I am going to play the Packers, getting two. I'm going to play the Commanders, getting seven. I'm going to play the Ravens, laying nine. I'm going to play the Cowboys, laying six. And I am going to dovetail out of the Bengals, and I'm going to make what I think are probably two bad errors here. But I want to just check one final thing. I'm going to go with two ratty teams. I am going to bet the Texans lay in the three at the Panthers, and I am going to bet the Colts getting a point at home against this Saints team that I absolutely loathe. Can't stand them. Can't stand Derek Carr. Can't stand that offense. Six teams on the card. 
Pack, Commanders, Ravens, Texans, Colts, Cowboys. For Jim, his card is locked in, no changes. Commanders, Titans, Steelers, Jets, Pack, Bengals. Um, teaser pleaser, we talked about this. Let me go back to the top. Here's if you're going to run a teaser, how we would do it this week. Packers, automatic. Get that out to seven and a half. Commanders, automatic. That thing will kick out to 12 and a half or 13, depending on what you do. Um, probably going to grab the Colts, make that seven or seven and a half. You can grab the Ravens, lay a point. There's your teaser. You do the Cowboys, get it even, pay it plus 240. So those are right there for you. Um, so the only changes, I took a game or two off of college. I took the Bengals off of the NFL, but we're locked in. We're ready to rock. So these are the final picks. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. You know the drill. And we'll do our damnedest, man. We're marching along. I mean, four and two last week in the NFL for me, five and two for cookies. And overall, 25 and 16 for me, 26 and 19 for him. I'm keeping the cards controlled. I'm trying to just keep some discipline here. So if you go back, we have a full NFL preview every game. Go listen to it. We get the full college preview. Previews every game. Plus Cookies Jingleathon. If you don't know what it means, you'll just have to listen. Um, also, I want to shout out West Coast correspondent Martin Weiss. I tracked his picks last night, Thursday Night Football. Another 4-1 and one Thursday night for him. He's hammering these props, Evan. He does well with them, doesn't he? He's really good at it. Like, I'm, I admit this. Martin, I love you and I trust you, but I have a hard time logging into my phone and betting things like Baker Mayfield to not throw a pick or, or, or this third receiver over 11 yards. But boy, man, this is a couple Thursdays in a row. He had a 5-1, and one, I think, a couple weeks ago, a 4-1 and one this week for Tampa and the Bills. Make sure you're not scrolling by the West Coast Correspondent episodes because Martin's also going to be doing some NBA coming up. So really good stuff, man. I feel like we're on a good roll. We're trying to give you good content. And uh, look, let's lock and load, man. Smoking a brisket tonight. It's going to be exciting. Nice. I'm looking forward to it because by the time it's done, it should be right around time for me to get sick watching Michigan State, Minnesota. <laughs> are you going to watch that game? Yeah, of course. You are going to lock in. I'm a diehard, man. That's all I got. Now, I don't really root for the teams in Detroit too much. So, When does your wife get back into town? Sunday. Afternoon. Do you want to come by for the game? Um, no, I'm actually going to see a comedy show Saturday evening. So you're going to watch Michigan State at the Comedy Castle? All the way up. Well, it's at the Fox. I'm busting your balls. I know. Who's in town? What's the deal with your hat? What, Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Wait a minute. Jerry Seinfeld's in the D this weekend? Yeah. You're kidding yeah, me. Yeah, so I was actually going to golf earlier in the day, but I, I chose the comedy over golf. So How did I not know this? I love Seinfeld. It's weird because the tickets go up for sale probably four or five months ago. It sold out? Yeah. Damn. Go see Jerry, man. I love I Listen. I know, I've never seen now, him. I've never seen him do live stand-up other than the cut-ins that were a part of Seinfeld. Sure. I've is seen a good, little bit. Is it's he fun. good live? It's funny. Yeah, I've I've gone and watched a few. I don't know if they were how HBO old, or Netflix. He's got to be 60 years old. I was going to say it. Here's my question. Why tour at this stage of your life? Well, with all the money you've made from Seinfeld being in syndication. That's what I mean. Like, why tour? Because it, it, I bet it's similar to people in the radio business like Howard Stern. It's just what they know. It's what they do. It's what they love. It's how they get the rocks off. Okay. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, by the way, I want to cue this up. Buddy. He's 65. I hate to break it to you. 
Jerry Seinfeld. He's not 70. Jerry Tell me he's 70 right now and I'm leaving the room. He's 69. Oh, my God. He was born in 1954. That's crazy. He's older than my father. Jerry, oh, all right, so hold on. You want to feel old. Think about this. So when Seinfeld was really cooking, call it 1993, 1994, right? The glory years. Buddy, he was younger than us. He was in his late 30s doing Seinfeld. That's crazy. That's terrifying. Well, on this episode of Cash a Ticket, how to feel old in 15 seconds. Yeah, up next, <laughs> how to feel sad about things. Jerry Seinfeld is 70, and you're betting Tulane minus 10. That's how we've arrived at the bottom. All right. Well, look, enjoy the comedy show, bro. Thank you. I, I appreciate the offer, but yeah. I had I made, no idea. Made plans. Well, I just knew you were a bachelor, and you love barbecued meats. I thought it was a match made in I heaven. love them. I like both. Seinfeld is 70. I want to cry. I know. <laughs> All right. Well... That's Cash the Ticket. I'm going to go cry. Rate, review, subscribe. Shout out Vito the Value Cactus. We appreciate your participation, and we will talk to you on Monday.